Welcome again to the Matrix Minute. This is Minute 71, and I am Phil. I am here. I am Jake. I as well am here. And I am Tim, and I am here in spirit, and soul, and mind, and body. Very good. We are all mentally present. Yes, as everyone mm. is in the Matrix. Let's get started and make up for our banter in the last two episodes and go straight into the minute. All right, straight are you ready the for it, everybody? Welcome to the Friday of your mind. <laughs> Tell us what we can learn on and the Friday, Friday of, your mind. of our minds. There's, there's no lollygagging. <laughs> As Neo waits in the room with the potentials, he sees them do odd things, but notices the monk child with spoons that bend. He bends a spoon in front of Neo and gives him the spoon he just bent that is unbent. He tells Neo, Do not try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Instead, only try and realize the truth. There is no spoon. spoon. Then you will see that it is not the spoon that bends. It is only yourself. And that is the minute. Spoon boy and his crazy spoon antics. Let's go. Spoon bending time. <laughs> you see, spoons? I'm I'm met just I'm using my my mind. Talk to, about that. You, 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 you have license the to spoon. talk about that. Look, look, look! It's moving. Look, look. Okay, ready. Many episodes ago, I had a trivia, a bit of trivia about this actor, and I was shushed. So now oh. it's Phil's golden chance to talk all about yeah. this kid and how he got the role and everything take it away phil oh me i thought Let you the wanted unshushing begins no i had my opportunity that i was i was shushed and i came in very excited to give this trivia and i was shushed and it's over now all right well the kid is played by rowan witt and uh, his mom didn't want him to shave his head there's more to it then you do it that's it that's the story i thought there's more details i mean i, I read a Wait, what? I bet did, it, what did you say I read he didn't tri- want to shave his head what his mom didn't want him to shave his head because he had really fancy hobbit hair, you know? Yeah, that's uh-huh. yeah. Lock, locky fancy stuff because that's what he that's what he had to get, you know, he, that's why he got all his commercials. Really? See, do. there's more to the story. And uh, his mom was just not wanting him to shave his head to be this little bald kid. But they made him. So did they pay him extra? Um, that's a good question. Do you know what's weird? How do they get him to bald? So when you're a kid, right, do they pay you as the kid and then you can only... Like get it, or do so. they pay your parents? Until you're 18, the money goes to the parents. It doesn't go into like some kind of fund that's waiting for you. That's up to your parents. Oh yeah, good point. Because they are their guardians. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're, they're the guardians. The trivia section. Hold on. I mean, it depends. If you get a job and you're like 16 or 17, you know, run that's away from right? you set it up for yourself. Kids, like... Yeah. Then, but if you're like a kid, maybe on your show and you're like start at eight. Yeah. Then up until the eighteen, until unless you negotiate a deal. Well, I mean, like a special look, one. We're yeah. friends with Elijah Wood. We can. I'm oh, just kidding. We're not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let, me, let me call Wood Elijah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it would be the parents' obviously choice. I have him as the other Hobbit in here. <laughs> He's what? What was he playing? The other Hobbit. Who's the what? Sam is the main Hobbit. No, just one of yeah. the Hobbits. Oh, there's too many Hobbits in that movie. Sam's the 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 hero. The Hebrew. <laughs> Hebrews. Samuel is a Hebrew. I'm until the Art of the Matrix loads. Okay, well, we can talk about other stuff while Philip's iPad is loading his. What did, what did you material. want to say? Well, the truth about the bald kid. Anyway, let's let's talk about Mr. Spoon. <laughs> the ben. truth, because there's been lots of fake rumors about. Yeah, the bald so we were just talking about earlier how. No, nah, no. Nah. Spoon bending, man. Come on. Yeah, talk spoon, about bending. spoon bending. We had a whole podcast about this. Oh remember? my goodness! Yes. 
Yeah, so it's our other podcast that we do, which is just Phil and Jake in conversation. You can go there. What's the what's it called? Notpodcast.com. No, notpodcast.phildragish.com. That's true. Notpodcast.phildragish.com. If you can find that podcast, that's another podcast we do or did. Yeah. But we, we're still going to do it eventually. Yeah. Again. There's going to be one more this year, at least one more. At least right. one. We're milking it at this point. Yeah, yeah. But the point is that we had an episode where me and Tim, Phil wasn't there, and we just talked about spoon bending because we find it so funny and fascinating. Yeah. And uh, we, you know, dedicated like 10 minutes or 15 minutes, which is pretty long in a podcast, to talk about Yuri Geller and his amazing spoon bending, bending yeah. capabilities. And it's just amazing. Look, look, I'm bending it now. You can see. Use the power of your mind. Use it. Look. Oh, oh, it's, it's, it's loosening up. I can feel it. I can feel it. Yes, I can feel it. Oh, oh, and there it goes. Yeah. Broken. Broken spoon. I mean, as 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 someone who, who who doesn't believe in anything supernatural, I love looking up at these charlatans, these, these tricksters that um you know try to try to kind of like do well, these tricks they're, they're, and then present them as um, con men. Yeah, yeah, they're con men. They they do like they figure out a trick and you know present it. And what was this? What was this guy's name? This Yuri the Geller. Yeah, Yuri and then they got him on TV. The well, there, there's also a great. There's a guy called um, James Randi, who mm-hmm. is a skeptic, and yeah. he goes and basically his. It's kind of weird, but I mean, it makes sense. Like his interest was outing a lot of these people who were charlatans. Yeah. Just to get the, all the charlatans But out. that's good because I think that it's, it's horrible when you go and trick people. It's one thing to go and be an entertainer. And let's say, for, for instance, like yeah. um, who Penn and Teller, I guess, is a good example. Oh, like a like a classic uh, magician. magician. What is it? that's not a magician? What is it? Yeah, well, uh, conjurer of cheap tricks. Is the word. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, what is the other word? I guess it uh, would be um, there is another word for it. It's not the magician. Magician is kind of archaic. <laughs> yeah, but what? I like magicians. Great showman. Um, is it a mach- no, contor- magician? Contortionist? No, contortionist. No, wizard. That's not no sorcerer. I can't believe <laughs> sorcerer. <laughs> the <laughs> dragon <laughs> will arrive. <laughs> Wait, what is uh, it? What is it called? Illusionist. There we go. Illusionist. What? Like that's, that that's new? The illusionist? I think that makes sense because basically what you're doing is you're creating an illusion and you're upfront and you're saying, what I'm about to do is not, obviously not supernatural, but it's going to create the effect. I mean, you don't being... go stand up. This is not no, no, real. No, 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 I know, but people it's know. It's presented that way, but everyone knows it's an illusion, but you just like, your mind can't like comprehend it. Yeah, so but it's not like, I have powers from gods themselves no. to bend these spoons. That's what I'm saying. Illusionist You mean like the televangelists? Story. Exactly. Illusionist. Yeah. Slap him with your coat. Makes sense. But the opposite is people like Yuri Geller, who they, they just, they don't want to admit that what they're doing is yeah. conjuring. And then, and then they have these special circumstances when they do this special spoon bending, which is what, what we find out in the end is kind of, it's pre-bend, like pre, like the yeah, spoons I think are basically really they're like, weakened yes. at that point and... It's and it's then the he kind of he, stuff always. he rubs them sort of in a weird way, but actually what he's doing, he's slowly putting pressure on them. So when they're weakened, they kind of bend. But it looks like he's doing yeah. some kind of something there's special. Always, there's always like these are basically old tricks that they yeah that's bend, what I was going to ask. The story spoon bending like an old old <clears throat> trick that like just Yuri kind of found. I was like, oh, I can make money on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of this. but I just I just find it fascinating because it's like if you watch the videos, it's just amazing because he's like he's so into it, you know, like. I'm bending. Look, look. The metal is slowly. The metal is slow. It's not. It's not hot. It's not hot. But the metal is slowly <laughs> giving way to giving my way will. To my will. Yeah. Um, and also, Yuri Geller inspired Kadabra and Alakazam no from the Pokemon series. And Yuri Geller uh, 
was in a lawsuit and tried to sue um, Game Freak. See, that's Nintendo. that's what makes me just furious. Like I because hate of that the imagery, stuff. because you know, Kadabra and Alakazam, Kadabra and Alakazam, they um, you know bend spoons, obviously. right? Because yeah, so obviously he's the only the one who effect. Be, yeah. And yeah. this is definitely the Matrix. Here has a prime reference to Yuri Geller and his spoon bending. But isn't spoon bending... Also, even... did you notice that right over there there's a bunch of spoons on the but See, that's the thing. I, I wondered about the spoon bending thing. Is that something to do... Did he make it famous, the spoon bending? Yeah. Or was spoon bending a thing before or no? According to Wikipedia, spoon bending was part of the classic illusionist, you know, kind of trick... Yeah, like repertoire. Uh, repertoire. But um, Yuri made it... Uh, famous. Uh, famous. Because I think in the 70s and 60s, you know, because of the sort of revolution the spiritual revolution of like you know like you know in america that kind of was mainly christian you know that kind of all this yeah spiritual and like oh the, you know, um, all, all of us and all the hippie culture yeah i was gonna say hippie you know, culture he kind of used that and like oh spirits you know well i think you know. also because people i think at that time were also opening up to like new ideas but that also yes meant you know crazy Sort yeah, of because you know you, you were looking for validation for, for your beliefs and if, 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 a, if a guy on tv you know, dressed like you was just, you know, showing, oh, you know, validating your belief, then you're obviously going to get, you know. Exactly. And so, Lean yeah. towards that and not, so, and I like that guy you were spanking, you know, spanking. <laughs> I wasn't spanking anybody. <laughs> yeah, I was Who not. went out their way to, allegations to, to show are false. Us. Because yeah. in the end, what it, what, it, what it was, it was like, you know, he put a, they put him in a control environment where they gave them exactly. own spoons and and they weren't, they weren't good enough. Because that's the, the thing. It's, like, say, it's the same thing like uh, psychics and all that stuff. It's like. Psychics? <laughs> so I heard Sonny cakes. More cakes. So is this yeah. cake podcast? It's just um, it's not it's not fun. Anyway, anyway back to the minute. Uh, Neo is looking at a bunch of kids, and if you want to still talk about Spoon Boy, no, we're done. Spoon bending. Spoon Boy's done. Well, I just wanted to we say, according to Phil Osterhaus, he says that mm-hmm. um, Ron Witt, who played the Spoon Boy, he also appears in Dark City. And he's also oh, bald uh-huh. in that one. So when it came time to do the Matrix, his hair grew back. Um, and then, oh. so he had these long, curly hobbit hair. hair. And and like, his mother loved it so much that she, uh, when he was cast um, and it got closer and closer to shooting, um, she tried convincing, you know, Lana and Lily uh, to that maybe, you know, the Spoon Boy didn't need to be bald. Didn't mm. have to be. He didn't have to be bald. Or we could do this. The best solution would be to cut. <laughs> Dress him up he's as a He's bald in one shot. Cut to Neo. Cut back. He has long hair. <laughs> and cut back to Neo. Cut back. Bald. So he's not a spoon bearer. Right? He's a hair grower. <laughs> and yes. so, and so she's trying to, you know, convince them that you know he doesn't have to be bald. But eventually, um, she was convinced. And then the weirdest thing was that on the day his head was shaved, his mom actually saved his hair in a plastic bag. That's weird. And uh, Rowan was carrying it around the set when they were filming. <laughs> That's kind of weird. <laughs> That's so it's sad. It's like, but yeah, it's like a, a dead bag. pet that's got stuffed and you carry it around. Fluffy still lives. And yeah, and in the end, um, um, Phil Osterhaus just says that as a testament of how long it took to complete this film, uh, they got to see um, Rowan and his parents again during post production, and uh, he already had hair. See, see, hair goes back quicker than eyebrows but anyway yeah Ron with neo um, shaved his eyebrows and it took years to regrow he still is missing some <laughs> if you look him no no that's not making up but it does take a lot longer for the eyebrows to grow then yeah i would not then want the, my eyebrows shaved. i feel sorry but, um, for um um phil osterhaus yeah. no, no I, feel, I feel sorry for spoon boy who played worm tongue 
Brad Dourif. Oh, I feel sorry for Brad Dourif and his uh, his eyebrow. Yeah, every time they did reshoots, again. Um, but yeah, Rowan Ro- 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 also got a, a bit popular, Henry Cavill, if you, he know. Was, you know, on Instagram, he's pretty, he's quite popular because he's a cast member for the Australian production of Book of Mormon. And he does theater and singing and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. he's, uh, he's, he's a big boy. Yeah. Now. He's, I think he's a year older than me. Oh, really? Yeah. Magical. 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 So, uh, two things. you're younger. Oh. I can't, I can't remember. Would you shave your hair to be in a movie? Yes. When you were eight? Tim said yes immediately. Yeah. I don't care about hair. Uh, let's talk about. Well, you had like a bowl. Let's cut talk when about these kids eight. in yeah, here. Magical. The, the kids, so the kids, the other kids are magical. It. But let's let's linger a bit about with Spoonboy here. There's two things. What well, can we talk about? Yeah, go ahead. Just to finish up with Spoonboy. Uh, one yeah. thing is Jacob, our uh, local philosopher, philosophy what? man, man of the philosopher. Kind of what is what does he mean? Um, it's not the. Spoon you know that what? bends, it's you that, that bends. My question as well. Okay, you I never know? knew. You and, I, know? And, I do, and I would like to know what I'd like to know. I would like to know because it's something that's always baffled me. And I'm sure there's a deeper, so, there's a deeper meaning to this. So what are you confused about? I'm guessing my... my what is the clue? Theory, it's not helping. What, you I bend like this? I imagine that it has something to do with... Basically, it's the idea, I guess, of how you perceive the world and the human experience okay and essentially that the, it's the idea of enlightenment it's the idea of it's a zen buddhist there you go uh, thing and i could tell you that it's a uh, it's tell based me. on a zen buddhist parable about three monks they're watching a flag waving in the wind and one monk makes an observation about how the flag moves and then the second month's like <laughs> the second month and then the second monk says it's like it, it's not really the flag but it's the wind that's moving and you know the third one shows up and then criticizes both of them by saying that it's neither the flag nor the wind that moves. It's really the mind that moves. The message is that the world is an illusion, or as you would say, maya. In order to escape from this illusion, people must free their minds because it's their minds that interpret and define what is real yeah. for them. Uh-huh. Got and, it. Uh, yeah. So a similar example is found in The Matrix, which okay, we're talking so about right now. Because I think this is a very, there's a lot of deep stuff in that. And it's definitely not easy to unpack quickly because you have to really but read the, idea, the material. But the idea like here but yeah, is... The idea is, sub- the idea is uh, you know, uh, subjectivity, right? That the world that you see is only what you, you uh, can yes. perceive in your mind. Choose to see as well. So, so the flag in, isn't really moving in reality because you can't uh, see that. For, for, you can only see the image in your head. So mm-hmm. the flag mm-hmm. is moving subject in your head. to your yes. experience. Now that, that that's great and all, but that doesn't really help with the spoon bending, because that means the bending the spoon is not actually bending. He yeah, but in the it matrix is in it head. is because you're using your mind power to override the matrix. Code. Yeah, but the, okay, but that's like then then just say just use your mind to bend the spoon because what he's saying the spoon is not bending. The spoon you know? is bending. Well, isn't the this bounding. a whole blend? Isn't this again a whole blend of the philosophical ideas and the narrative um, plot? Because we have both yeah, because the, the, the path of the one and we're talking about Neo and this whole story we have here. But at the same time, we're talking about these big ideas like we talked about Zen Buddhism and things like that. So it's sort of like a little combo going on. Yeah, I, it's like, it's, I think it's like a little flavor. It's not actually, you know, yeah. too, you but don't think too it. much of, of, the, of the logic of the, of the spoon bending in the Matrix. Because we noticed that like when we watched the Philosopher's Commentary, at least I picked up 
was there wasn't too much of um, connection between all these ideas in the film. It was more like the ideas are pointing to other or pointing to the, to the famous ideas and notions that you would then go and read about and things like that. So like you said, mm-hmm. a flavor. Yeah. Just like here's some ideas sprinkled that in this world, they're kind of like starting points, you know, that, you know, like and the funny thing is they're, they're all separate ideas. Like they, you can't combine them all into a mega idea. These are all yeah. separate and a lot of them independent ideas yeah. in yeah. the matrix. And they're all just alluding to different ways of thought. And yeah, I guess it's like that sort of like, Oh, you know, any sort of these paths will kind of lead you to some enlightenment because they're all kind of connected mm-hmm. to this. Mm-hmm. I guess I mean, higher... you, could, you could look at it that way, but I'm saying it's also open to look at them as separate ideas. That's the, that's what I, again, I like about the matrix is they just present a lot of this stuff. It's like mm-hmm. a smorgasbord. Great word to use of ideas. Yeah. Um, it's a jelly belly combo pack. Ooh, smorgasbord. Um, let's talk about stuff that happens before the spoon well, boy look, talks. My my theory is correct that the potentials have. Yeah, look some at their little psychic powers. powers. Look at these two girls that, hovering, that's, that's, hovering those little blocks. Yeah, that's great. yes, but still potentials to what? Ben spoons? Who cares? They, they she's harboring to change ones. the she's world. A bunch of don't well, kill their dreams. No, I wanted. I she wanted doesn't bring care about anything. First of all, I wanted to mention that the oracle loves people. First of all, I wanted to mention that these blocks, this effect was done practically. It's just strings. It's beautiful. I thought it was CG. Yeah, you can see some of it wobble, so it's like stringy. <laughs> uh, nice cup holder, Tim. Beautiful. Um, no, it's my white wine skin. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I wanted to put this question on: Are these kids that are have that have been? Yes, go on. Are these kids that have been um, taken out of the Matrix? And these oh, are from different ships? No. Or they're no. just these in are the matrix. matrix? These are Matrix potentials. I, don't, I think the, anything, the Oracle is completely isolated. With, okay. It's just within the Matrix. And sure, you could be potentials to Maybe be some of these potentials might be, if you're counting the sequels, uh, artificial intelligence. Well, that's what I wanted to say before was potentially... Uh, some of these could be programs. Who knows? Like that one kid reading that book at the beginning, the Wu-Tang Clan So do you book. think this is the Oracle? <laughs> she's a program, so yeah, she's, she's, and she's the author of the AI with the architect, right? They're the mm, ones who created the Matrix, I don't think right? she's yeah. the author. I think she... Well, who, who didn't no, she did Matrix, because she had to create the different versions of the Matrix. She had to help. Because her primary function is understanding human behavior. Mm, okay. So the architect does the like the the physical stuff. Like as a traditional male, you know, like the arc architect. Yeah, he's the he's the working the human dad, soul part and the stay at home mom tends to the children. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The people in the matrix. Patriarchal. So, so um Well, not really, so guess, because both of them are different sides of the same oh, true, true, true. simulation. They're, so they could be sorry, like yeah, Jesus wrote these little, the little small little AIs that can yeah. you know. Like oh, Sati, no. you know, from the revolutions that mm-hmm. we're not gonna talk about. Sorry about that. That's anyway, okay, we can mention we can mention the anyway uh, behind them on the TV. There's a there that's a movie called Night of the Lepus. So this is the black and white television, yes. presenting these giant rabbits running down the street. Yeah, and that's exactly what the movie is. It's a stupid Warner Brothers movie, cheap B horror movie yeah. of giant killer rabbits killing people. Any specific reason why this was put that on the background? Question, because the TV? white rabbit, I guess rabbits. Mm. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. Ah, that is true. I mean, you could have you could have put a. An, an old public domain Alice in Wonderland. Right. Shielding. So my theory is correct. Shielding. Accurate theory. <laughs> theory confirmed. Okay. Uh, there's this kid reading a book, and then there's that 
creepy girl with blue eyes. And uh, those are the potentials. Um, Neo is curious and he goes and talks to this little Buddhist kid. You want us go to yeah, the Matrix we script all section now? Let's go you want to go to the yeah, script after, This is it. After a week of teasing. <laughs> the juice is here. The juice is on. Cue on the what? theme song. Oh. Okay, that's good. Thanks. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> wow. Okay, so anyway, before we go to the 1996 draft, we're going yes. to the 1998 shooting script, wow. which has some interesting interesting thing okay let us know here we go so you'll find this familiar and she's never wrong don't think of it as in terms of right and wrong she is a guide neo she can help you find the path she helped you yes what did she tell you that i would find the one ding the elevator opens interior hall the long dark hall beckons neo follows morpheus out of the elevator and the doors rattle shut behind him with every step a disturbing sense of inevitability closes around him. At the end of the hall, Morpheus steps to the side of the door. Now, you remember this. This is classic. I told you that I can only show you the door. You have to step through it. And then, Neo blows out a breath. His hand reaches, but stops, hovering over the spherical handle. He backs away. Oh, Morpheus, I don't think this is a good idea. Why? I told you I don't believe in this stuff. No matter what she says, I'm not going to believe it. So what's the point? Okay. What do mm. you believe in? Spoon what bending. Do, what do I believe in? Are you kidding me? What do you think? The world that I grew up in isn't real. My entire life was a lie. I don't believe in anything anymore. Nihilist. That's why we're here. Why? So I can hear some old lady tell me what? That I'm this guy that everyone's been waiting for? That I'm supposed to save the world? It sounds insane. Unbelievable. And I don't care who says it. I forgot it. to him. It's still going to sound insane and unbelievable. Faith is not a matter of reasonability. I do not believe things with my mind. I believe them with my heart. In my gut. And, and you believe I'm the one? Yes, I do. Yeah? What about the other five guys? The five before me? What about them? He, he oh. knows. Morpheus tries to hide his heart being wrenched from his chest. And oh. mm. he goes, Did you believe them too? I believed what the Oracle told me. Oh, blame no. game. I understood. Yep. I understood what she told me. I believed that it was all about me. This is difficult for Morpheus to admit. Yeah. I believe that all I had to do was point my finger and anoint whoever I chose. I was wrong, Neo. Five times. Terribly wrong. Not a day or night passes that I do not think of them. After the fifth, I lost my way. I doubted you, everything. You think after the fifth? <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> took him five tries. Wow. I doubted myself. And he looks up at Neo. And then Morpheus keeps going. And then I saw you, Neo. And my world changed. You can call it an epiphany. You can call it whatever the hell you want. It doesn't matter. It's not about a word. It's about this. All I can do is believe, Neo. I feel what I felt and know what I know. You are the sixth and the last. You are the one. <laughs> His eyes blaze. And Morpheus, 
Until that time, all I am asking from you is for, is for you to hold on to whatever respect you may have for me. And trust me. Neo feels a rush from Morpheus's intensity, the unadulterated confidence of a zealot. <laughs> all right. And he reaches for the handle, which turns without him even touching it. A woman with a wearing white mm-hmm. robe, uh, wearing white, opens the door. Hello, Neo. You're right on time. A boom! Wow. <clears throat> wow. Boom. I, I don't, I don't think magical. that was dramatic enough for Morpheus. No, no, no. Whatever. It's good. It was dramatic. dramatic. No, it, it was. It was. Uh, we, we, we were really <laughs> listening <laughs> intently we to this. And this is from the 1998 script. So they. So this was changed yeah, last year. So minute. I feel like they might have even filmed this. Dude, can you imagine if that was shot? But I think they took out the entire like yeah, five, five ones, ones line. Well, the thing is, like we talked about before, like yeah. I mean, you know, this complicates things so much. But it's great that Neo has a little bit of character. At a first to him, glance, right? yeah, yeah, that's true. yeah. At a first glance, it complicates things if you're trying to tell a story. Yeah, like we know, talked like, about that. But it, it, but the thing is that so many people question this. Is is that it, it? It is logical. It is there, and there's a reason you think about that. You know, like who who is the one who were there before? So 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 it is only natural. And I'm glad. You know, I think uh-huh. you know. Honestly, because, I think I think would have helped a lot if they didn't do five. Just do one. That would have been good. You know, no, like, no, no, no. The Morpheus, no, 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 no. Why? No, why? Is, what? Because, because I, I, I like it because it's, uh, uh, you know, makes Morpheus a bad guy. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but I know you like that. But I'm saying, like, if we're talking about a narrative, oh, for the let's say the Matrix. Let's say if we if they kept that in, and if they had only one guy, poor Eddie, <laughs> who died once, obviously, mm-hmm. and he was the only one that he failed with, then I feel like there would be a lot more. It'd be easier to empathize, or not empathize, empathize, sympathize for Morpheus. And you'd be like, okay, you know, like this, the 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 leap of faith would make a little more sense. I think Neo didn't like Morpheus didn't even explain what made Neo different. Still, yeah, it's just I believed. I believed. But no, I think it's like I don't think a, a middle road is good for this. I think they either like went with you know in the movie like this, or you have to go with five guys because then it makes a point. Like five guys. Like, it's I, I, I went to five, <laughs> five guys. Once. Five guys. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like it's it's it is fate. Like he Welcome has no proof whatsoever. He's just going by his feeling and by his gut. Yeah, yeah. And he's trying this, and he just like it's like, oh, I keep feeling it, so I keep going at it. You know, and yeah, it's like yeah, there's, yeah. I have absolutely no proof for you for for you, Nia, except this old woman. Yeah, and, that's true. And bender. What's well, in interesting, Neo, that's that's a good point. But talk about what you're going to say with Neo's character and stuff. It just gives him a little bit more character. Like he's not just a, a vessel asking questions. Just a parakeet. Yeah. He has an opinion. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the 1996 script. Okay, so let's be really <laughs> Okay, let's, let's go there. Okay, so uh, th- there's none of that, um, no, I'm not going in, you know, that thing. That, that's not in this script. But um, after they, you know, leave through the basement and Morpheus puts in his access codes and then they go into the room uh, and then there's the door. He opens the door after he answered the answer, <laughs> enters the access codes and then... He goes into the Temple of Zion. The walls and floors are polished marble. Neo follows his mouth agape. What what happened? This is the temple. It's part of Zion's mainframe. It's hidden inside the matrix so we can access it. The Zion mainframe, the access code. (laughs) 
The access code. It is. I was saying that. I was saying that. I was saying that. I know. I know. And I was just holding my tongue until we got here. The two, access ah, code. you're a good tongue holder. <laughs> two, two priestesses are waiting in the antechamber. Hello, Morpheus. We've been expecting you. Okay, you're on your own. Go with them. They take Neo by the arm, leading him down a hall into another room. And the priestess goes way here among the other potentials. Hmm? What? I'm just laughing and thinking about design codes. <laughs> but now you see it's like an actual, like actual, a Greek temple yeah. or something. And then interior room of potentials. Neo enters and finally understands the attention given to his age. The potentials are all little children. The room feels at once like a Buddhist temple in a kindergarten class. The children's heads are either shaved or thick with dreadlocks. Some are playing, others meditating or practicing their gift. Uh, there were no hat. There were no none of that. I just made that up. Neo watches a little girl <laughs> levitate wooden alphabet blocks. What you mean quotation marks? Perfect. Yeah, yeah. No one, no one, no one saw that because it was just yeah. Gross. Neo watches a little girl Air levitate quotes. wooden alphabet blocks. A skinny boy holds a spoon which sways like a blade of grass as he bends it with his mind. And uh, there we go. The boy smiles and Neo picks up the spoon and tries to imitate him. Despite his best efforts, Neo cannot make uh, the bend. And then uh, Spoon Boy says, more uh, akin to the ancient Zen Buddhist parable. You know, your spoon does not bend because it is just that, a spoon. Mine bends because... Oh, that's more <laughs> London. <laughs> this is Mine like bends because there's no into- spoon, just my mind. <laughs> Can I shine your shoe, sir? It's like a spit One shine, pence sir. each. One <laughs> A shilling, sir. Yeah. Chim, chimity, chim, chimity, chim, chim, churu. Yeah, and 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 then and then the priestess goes. Okay, let's just. I'll we'll talk about it later. Next time. Next time. I think we had a, we had some gold mines ready in this ninety eight, ninety six. So the thing is that access codes. Just to clarify, so were literal access codes. It might codes have been to get from into the physical Zion mainframe. Yeah. Yeah, but what, what that Zion mainframe means that it is Zion comes from the people. What I'm confused. I don't, I don't know. I thought Zion mainframe was something within Me Zion, too. but it is within the Matrix. But it's something that the Matrix cannot accept access itself he, without the Oracle. It's encrypted, like, basically. Because I guess the Oracle is the one. Huh. So so it is the Matrix as as a system is fighting its creators as well. Mm-hmm. Because because <sighs> agent, agent agent is a part of the system and it wants to. It wa- it wants to access to the higher stuff that you know the, the the architect and the oracle have, but it can't. So it's looking for it. So basically, it's 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 fighting really? you know, out of out of out of there. Yeah, that sounds like it. But then again, the, again, yeah. like we said, the 1998 one that I read with Morpheus so wait, the, and Neo, that that's legit. That's hundred percent approved. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one that I was reading is like from the internet, the internet, and I don't know. So so you yeah. tell me the agents don't have access to the architect and stuff like that? No, it seems like they don't. Yeah, it seems like they're just like lower level, and they are, but they are way too smart. Like maybe, maybe like because because they they are programmed to deal with problem with anomalies, right? But they're very smart because they need to deal with these because these are really crafty people because they're really talented and special. So they're programmed, you know, as AI to be very smart to deal with it. And I think after so many times, you know, they try to kill them, they try to catch them, but they can't get rid of them. So the next step is okay. So how do we like completely eliminate them? And they come to mm-hmm realize okay ah, so yes, it's yes. zion and and the zion mainframe and zion. once we destroy that there's no purpose for us we don't need to exist and we're done let like <gasps> the me seeks in, in <laughs> the me seeks you know, like, yeah what it is not complete they can, jacob has not did, seen did you, rick and morty oh rick and morty so there's these uh, bl- uh, blue creatures blue uh, uh magical alien creatures you press this box this 
this creature pops into existence and it only can uh it, it exists only for you to tell it to just to do something and once it does that it can uh it can like poof into uh non-existence anymore and that's its only purpose in life because it really wants to go back and non-existing oh. it wants to kind of die so so it's so it's like it's it's an entire uh, reality is based on it. It has to complete the task you want it to do. Yeah. So it's like, and <laughs> I think they're trying so to teach Agent Jerry Smith how to is just an it was angry me seeks. Yeah, he's just yeah. a very, it very, just wants very not old me seeks that is just yeah, because that's good motivation. You know how to you yeah, know. yeah. We'll so talk why, about why, it. Why, this, why is this why is want deletion? I think it's just I, honestly. That's, I know that's what how Tim's they're programmed. That's about, how they're created. It might be deeper. It might just be Agent Smith, just him, not the other two agents. Agent Smith resists. Okay, so just my yeah, yeah. What? Agent Smith resists deletion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Agent... Oh, that's right, he does. Oh, not like deletion, but like... Um, he wants... Remember, he says he wants to... In the first one, he wants to get yeah. out. Yeah, but he wants to get out of the Matrix. He yes. doesn't want to not exist. That's, I don't know. I, I always kind of thought like I just... I, I don't, I don't want to like... I'm done with this. This is stupid. I don't like my reality. I don't like my... Exactly. I, think he I don't like my reality. I think he wanted to go into the real world. I don't we'll think, talk I don't about think that when about that, that episode shows because up. Because he hates the reality, because he hates the smell. So why would he want to go to the real world? You know what I mean? He doesn't like reality as reality is persisted in the real world. That is a cop in the Matrix. That a copy of the real world. That's what I think. He wants to exist in a different okay, kind of place. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he wants to be human. <laughs> He's not like I want to be a real boy. <laughs> I want to be a real boy. <laughs> Interesting. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Uh, but um, anyway, so so let's let's finish this off. This is really awesome. Yes, and yes. this is some goodness. I've still I'm still can't get over the five people thing. <laughs> I, I like that. I'm just really happy that we you found all the info that is yeah. We, yeah. you know we group effort up, right. Yeah, yeah, equal, Jake. Equal we did share. great. We did good job cheers, research. Tim, cheers. Uh, we did. Uh, you did research, and we actually I love that we have found the uh, con- confirmation in multiple sources. Uh huh. Yeah. And I hope I hope yeah. you you listeners you know if you had some longing questions about these movies that uh, this was able to answer. Some yeah, the stuff. team effort will prevail. <laughs> yes, yeah. Tim and Jake will work Ask together and look for the answer. and join us uh, in the discussion group. The uh, com- communism at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> no, for the discussion group, our preservation trust. Join us. <laughs> Wait, did, we, did we change it yet? No, no, no. It's just still a matrix discussion group. Come over, join. It's super easy. The questions like what does Neo take? Does the red pill or the blue pill? It's like super easy, and you come it's in. It's red. <laughs> that's correct. In case you're stupid, come yeah, in, yeah. We can talk about stuff. Uh, questions uh, what we talked about. Maybe you have sources of yeah, yeah, yeah. of information. Maybe you're Phil Osterhaus and you like. Maybe you're a sorcerer supreme. And also, if you are into again like uh, philosophy, <laughs> help us understand these ideas. Yes. Uh, that's it. Thanks everyone for listening. We will catch you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Hopefully we're yeah. getting going to get guests again. We're getting going to get guests again. Goodbye, All right, everybody. See you later. Have a nice weekend. Later. Bye-bye. I'm sorry.